hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And together with our world-class coaching team, we've helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to fit back into their favorite clothes over the past decade. For more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal how to translate your career success to weight loss success. And this is going to be specifically for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So over the past nine years, we've helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to tone up, to achieve their fitness goals and to feel amazing in and out of their clothes. And many of these women were very successful in their careers, having spent years climbing the career ladder, managing large teams and reporting to directors at work. But although they'd have, they'd have massive, they've had this massive success with their work, they couldn't seem to translate that to success with their fitness goals, especially since turning 40. And I can't tell you how many women over 40 I've spoke to who tried losing weight, but struggled to get the scales moving no matter what they did who were trying all the things which worked in their 20s and in their 30s, and then stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing zero movement, watching their weight creeping up every year and staring at a wardrobe full of amazing outfits they could no longer fit into, choosing clothes to cover up problem areas instead of wearing what they liked, worrying that this was all just a part of the aging process they'd have to accept and get used to. And none of that is a nice situation for anyone to be in. But the reality is, if you can be successful in your career, that success can be translated to success in weight loss as well. If you can take those skills that mean you can succeed at work, such as management and consistency and discipline, and you can apply those to your fitness goals, then you can start seeing fast and sustainable results in the mirror right away. And we've helped thousands of women to go from struggling to see results to dropping two dress sizes, shrinking their waist and getting back into their favorite clothes in 12 weeks or less. And in today's podcast, we're going to reveal exactly how to translate your career success into weight loss success so you can start seeing incredible results ASAP. So let's get straight into it um, with the first point then. So I think it's safe to say that most, most of the women we work with have had you know some really successful careers um they had great success in their careers and whether you know different different people had different you know levels of success and they wanted to achieve different things but I also think over time Ben and I have also been trying to put this stuff into action as well we're now nearly 10 years into the business it's we've got a big team of, of for us it's not a big team compared to a lot of companies of 10 people so I think we've learned some of this but we've also learned a lot of this from what our clients have told us over the years we've had over 6,000 clients. So the first point is all about evolving over time. It's about getting better and changing what you're doing depending on the situation. So this really will translate into fitness results, especially for women over 40. So if we look at in your career, for example, when you started, let's say you started in your career in your 20s, but most people started, maybe some people started even earlier than that. But for a lot of people, they'll have been to university and then they'll start their career in their 20s. Some people didn't and they started sort of late teens. You probably started in a job where you're kind of a doer. You're you're mostly being given tasks to do and they may be, you know, administration tasks. It may be, if we're talking about nowadays, spreadsheets, you know, doing fairly basic stuff. It may be reading documents, processing documents, doing a lot of the grunt work. And this is kind of like a lot of people um, with fitness as well. When you're younger, 
to get results, you just kind of have to do grunt work. It's exercise more and eat less, you know, move more, eat less. However, in your career, in order to progress, you have to kind of shift over time what you're doing. So you have to go from being less of a doer or at least to becoming a doer in a more high value role to then potentially becoming like a manager or even a director and moving up through that hierarchy. And you've got to change what you're doing at each stage. Because if you're a manager and you're still doing all the doing, obviously you have to do some of that. But what can then happen is you're going to not be able to keep progressing and not being able to keep getting good results because you're micromanaging the team, you're going in and doing it all for them, and they don't develop and grow. So you have to be able to take a step back and do a slightly different approach, which is maybe a little bit less full on in terms of doing it, a little bit more um, specific in terms of um in terms of the ethos behind it so you're managing people correctly and then if you're in a director's position again you've got to have more knowledge and work even smarter but you don't necessarily have to work you work hard but in a different way i hope this makes sense for you guys and it's something we've done like myself and ben we used to coach every single person that we worked with we also used to do all the sales all the marketing all the admin all the hr we did everything in the business and now we do a lot less of the the kind of one-to-one coaching we have an amazing coaching team that to be honest do a better job than, than we could because we we're juggling so many things um we have people who help us with admin we have people that help us with sales all of these different things that so we can then make sure the whole overall approach is working so going from that doer to the manager and we still do some of that and then into the director sort of position and it's the same thing with fitness is if you just keep doing what you did in your 20s so let's say you did running or you did gym classes or you did slimming clubs or you did some other sort of like let's say low carb dieting or whatever it was back then it will not work as you get older because your body has changed and it's like if you're in a direct position but you're still acting like um someone who's a very junior person it's not going to work you're not going to get good results and you'll probably end up you probably even end up getting fired at that point with the fitness results it's just going to be really really substandard results you're going to be putting in loads of work and nothing is going to be coming out the other end you might be doing gym classes you might be doing the slimming club you might be doing the really low calorie diet but it's not going to work so what you've got to do is evolve to do what's right for you and your body now now that your body is different and for women over 40 i'm not going to go into all the details today there's lots of other episodes that explain it changes in female sex hormones lead to changes in what's called the stress response and how you respond to stress and if you overstress the body doing things that you did in your 20s and 30s like low calorie dieting as a source of stress or extreme forms of exercise then what will happen is you'll trigger the weight gain triangle. There's three additional hormonal impacts of that, but basically make it really difficult to lose the weight and really easy to hold on to the weight. I'm guessing if you're listening to this, that's not what you want. So you need to change that approach to be evolved so it's correct for you now. And what we usually recommend is a form um, of hormonally, hormonally balanced eating. So you're eating in a way which complements the hormonal changes um, combined with a form of exercise that's gentle on the body and the joints. So we do low impact strength training. But there's still a lot of other things you can translate from your career, not just evolve your approach that will also be really, really important if you want to actually lose weight and fit back into your favorite clothes and feel amazing. So Ben, what else can we do? What else can you take from that career success? So one other factor that a lot of people are very good at when it comes to their career is consistency. So if you think about back through your career, um, I'm sure there have been times when you didn't really feel like going into work just like at times, maybe you don't really feel like going to do exercise or for sticking to a certain way of eating or sticking to a nutrition plan. However, with work, a lot of people, they they just find a way to push through. They just find a way to show up, even when they don't always feel like it. 
And lots and lots of our clients have worked hard, you know, in, in the same job, doing more or less the same thing for sort of 10, 20, 30 years or more. And the reality is, let's say somewhere through that career, you decided to take a few a few years out. So, you know, you just you just dipped into it. You followed the role for, say, you know, 12 weeks or something like that, six weeks, 12 weeks. And you think, you know, I've had enough of that of this. I don't really feel like doing it anymore. And then you just go back. You just sat the job in and you just go to being unemployed. And you do that for another you know, a few, few months or so until you start thinking, do you know what? My bank balance is getting a bit low. You get another job, you follow that for 12 weeks, you quit. And you just find that you just stay, if you stayed in this cycle with your career of just taking jobs short term and then just kind of opting out of them after a very short period of time, those jobs are going to provide you with an income whilst you're in the job. But it's very likely to limit your progression in terms of climbing up the career ladder. Like you're, you're not going to work your way up in a company all the way up to kind of a CEO position or like a director position and get that big salary and that big success if you just keep changing job every few months. And with fitness, a lot of people want these kind of elite results. They almost, they want the sort of CEO salary in terms of fitness. They want to be, you know, whatever, they want to be a certain dress size. They want to be a size 10. They want to feel amazing in all their clothes. They want to be fit. They want to be toned. They want to be healthy. They want to feel um, going to a clothing shop and be able to pick anything out and try it on and feel absolutely amazing in it. So they want these amazing fitness results. However, most people are kind of following the sort of temporary working pattern where they do a they do a plan or stick to a plan for six weeks, twelve weeks, and then they they go out they they quit after that point and go back to whatever they were doing before until. They feel like, oh, my fitness has slipped. They do another six-week plan or another 12-week plan before then going back to what they were doing before. So the reality is, like, if you want to see amazing results with your fitness, you really need to be in it for the long term. So, for example, inside of our Fit Over 40 program, we've built the program so it has four phases, and those four phases cover a 12-month period. So, you know, for every client to achieve the results get to a point where they can maintain the results and they can easily maintain that going forwards it's usually longer than a 12-week period now we've built the program out specifically for that long period of time and when people come into the program and they stick to that program for a longer period of time that's why they're able to see such amazing results and also maintain those results long term so i think the the shift to be made here is almost a shift in mindset so the same mindset that you take in your career where you're thinking right I'm in this for the long term and if I keep working on this and I keep doing 10 years 20 years more maybe at the end of my career I'll have worked all the way up and I'll be in that top position and I'll have that top salary and all the benefits that come with that and it's just taking that same mindset with fitness and thinking right I'm starting off now on this on this I've got a goal for the next 12 weeks but that's just a stepping stone and eventually I'm going to keep working my way up maybe in 12 months time I'll have achieved all my goals I'll be exactly where I want to be but it's just knowing that in order to get the results you want, you've got to stay in it for the long term. And also knowing that just like in a career, when the longer you stay in it, the better it gets. So when you stay in a certain career, a certain job with a certain company for a longer period of time, um, you know, the, the benefits and the salary and everything, they're going to they're going to increase the longer you stay. So you're almost rewarded for the more time that you stay. And it's, it's exactly the same with fitness. The longer you stay consistent with your eating with your exercise, et cetera, the easier it becomes to stick to it because it becomes a really deeply built habit. And also 
your body kind of gets used to being in a certain state. So if you lose all the weight you want to lose, you tone up, you build loads more muscle mass, you, you speed up your metabolism, you put you can put yourself over a period of time in a position where it's much easier to maintain those results. And then when you finish, you're not just going to pile all of the weight back on. So the second tip then is just realizing that consistency is absolutely key. You haven't got to, you know, follow a really extreme approach or anything like that. If you just follow a sensible approach for a long period of time, just like in a job role, you just turn up every day over a long period of time, eventually you can re you can reap those really large rewards. And I think that's a great point you said there about if you, this is exactly how it works and a lot of people don't realize, if you're really consistent for a longer period of time, let's say like in a career, you do 10 years in a company and you work really, really hard for them or a couple of companies, you get rewarded by being consistent, showing up every day by, let's say, if you wanted to take maternity leave, you can then get hopefully some paid maternity leave and take six, nine months off and then come back to it. And, you know, you can drop back into a similar or the same role um, relatively easily. And it's the same with fitness. If you want to, if you, if you work hard for and consistent for a longer period of time, you can drop out. Let's say you have a surgery or an injury and you have to take a couple of months off. You can drop out and you can come back to it and it doesn't take long to get back to where you were. But what most people are doing again is like, it's like they're working for Domino's pizza and they just do, you know, a temp role in the summer. They're treating fitness like that and expecting, like Ben said, that CEO or director, or even just manager, whatever level you aspire to salary, they're expecting that good salary, but they're working for Domino's pizza, showing up for a few weeks, doing that summer temp type role. And then, you know, taking nine months off and then coming back to the job again. You don't ever get any job progression. It's the same with your body. You don't, you're not going to ever get to where you want to be and get reap all the rewards of, you know, those top level positions or top level physiques or even just like a, a you know, feeling really great in yourself if you're only doing it as like a temporary thing. So it's it's a shift in mindset, like Ben said. What can help with that is our next point, which is accountability. So in the job and at work, you tend to have people you report to, whether it's a team, whether it's directors, whether it's your boss. What this tends to mean, I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but for a lot of people who are hardworking, conscientious, like the clients we work with, it means they do the, the work regardless of how they feel. And actually, a lot of the time, a lot of our clients have really high standards. They're sort of perfectionists, like even when they probably should be taking time off, they're not. They don't even feel like it sometimes and they're still pushing themselves to do it because they know there's consequences. There's people um, who they're going to let down if they don't do the work or who may even be a little bit annoyed. And if you look at the fitness equivalent of this, most people are trying to do this stuff on their own. Not only they're trying to figure out what's different now they're over 40, which is like not having a mentor in your career and trying to figure out how to be a manager or a CEO. It's very hard. A lot of people in those top positions have a mentor or someone to to guide them on it than this training provided by the company but also if you don't have any accountability it's really easy to give up and stop showing up when life gets hard or life gets in the way which it's going to do and a lot of people are trying to get fit and healthy on their own and inevitably they keep giving up and if you're not consistent like ben said before you don't get any results so in our experience the best way to get good results is to be accountable to someone external just like at work you've got the team or you've got the boss and then that you can get the ball rolling and a good example of this is like starting a business on your own. Ben and I have done it. At least we had each other. But some people start a business completely on their own. And there's no one to report to if you if you don't hit your goals or your targets or do what you said you'd do that week. And so you can make excuses. And I speak to lots of people starting a business and they know what they should be doing, but they're not doing it. Just the same as people in fitness because it's just them. 
but we now have a team of 10 people. We know we're going to have to report to the team and say to the team, these are our targets for the month. Here's where we're at compared to them. And if we're off track, it doesn't, you know, we feel like we're letting them down. So it means you work a lot harder and you show up and you do the work regardless because you don't want to let them down. And that's what accountability is all about. So if you can leverage accountability, you're way more likely to succeed in fitness, just like you have in your career. Amazing. And the next tip then, um, which kind of helps with that accountability and, you know, we have built into our structure with the team and everything that we do is to have that in work, most people have a sort of structure around everything. So you'll have meetings put into your calendar, like we have our team meeting every week. Um, we have sort of monthly reviews with our team. We have performance reviews with our team. And you've probably got something similar in your work. You know, you turn up at work on Monday. It's not just a free for all of like, right, it's Monday morning. You've got a new week. Do whatever you want. It won't be like that. It'll be more like here are the meetings you've got to do. Here are the obligations you've got to um, fulfill. So a lot of people then, when they go into their fitness approach, they'll have this kind of vague goal of like, I need to lose weight. They'll know vaguely I need to lose weight. They need to lose a couple of stone. And they'll think, right, well, I'll just sort of do a bit better with things. I'll just eat a bit better. I'll do a bit more exercise. I'll stay a bit more active. And hopefully that will get me the results I'm after. So you follow, well, they don't really follow a structure. They just kind of do some stuff and hope that it works out. The problem with that is when you've just got stuff to do, if you don't have a structured plan of like, here's what I need to do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, here's what I'm doing this week. Here's what I'm doing next week. Here's what I'm doing the week after. As soon as anything else comes into play. So like, you know, work gets busier or, um, you know, there's anything that happens with your family that kind of takes the, takes the focus away from your fitness goals. Then that kind of goes out the window because you haven't got this sort of list of like, here's the things I need to achieve this week. And so they, they almost feel like, they're not things that you must do. They're not like really important. And so therefore they just kind of fall by the wayside. So what we do inside of our Fit, for, Fit Over 40 program, which works really well with our clients, is we transfer some of that structure that they have in their career into their fitness. So as soon as a client, clients, a client signs up, their coach will put together a structured weekly program for them, which lays everything out. It says, you know, week one, week two, week three, week four, week five, has all the information, everything you need to do day by day to achieve their goals. And then every single week, there's structured touch points as well. So they'll have a weekly check-in with, with their coach, either via phone or email. They'll have a monthly review where we'll review their progress and make sure that everything's working once a month. But that kind of framework and that structure they've got to follow means that they they know what to expect. They know what's expected of them. They know the work they need to put in. They know the boxes that they have to tick to get those results. So putting a structure in place like that is absolutely key to success. And then tied into that, we also need to have some sort of goals, both in career and in fitness, in our experience to succeed anyway. So if we look at your career, it may be a a specific role you're pushing towards. So it may be less so now. A lot of the people we work with have kind of got a lot of the way where they want to. Maybe they've got a bit further to go. But especially early on in your career, you probably had some roles. You know, you go, that's the next level. That's the level after that. I'd really want to be in the, that position that that person's doing right now. That looks where like I want, where I want to work to. And that keeps you motivated. Um, so you stay consistent, like Ben mentioned before, so that you keep getting the results and ultimately you get the progression you want. And also you probably have projects in work that give you like milestones and give you goals to work towards. Again, so there's deadlines and there's reasons to push. Whereas again, a lot of people, whether they're trying to do it on their own or just 
cobbling together some sort of diet a fitness approach there's no real specific goal they might have a vague goal like i want to lose weight i want to get back into my favorite clothes which is great but it's not enough to keep you motivated it's much more important to have specific goals we don't use smart goals we do something slightly different um that i think works a lot better for fitness but it's important to have a process where you do have these things you're striving towards and you do have a plan um, to achieve them and they're broken down into small milestones so our most successful clients they're typically aiming to lose between one and two stone every 12 weeks but they'll break it down into smaller milestones so they know just this month i just need to lose four pounds and that that feels a lot more achievable because then it's just one pound a week which doesn't sound like much and a lot of people can get demotivated when they step on the scales and they've only lost a pound but at the end of the the um, three months they've lost a stone and then the next three months they can lose another stone and over the year that's four stone and for a lot of people that's even that's all they want to achieve or even more than they want to achieve a few people that we've worked with you know they've gone and lost a lot more than that but it helps to keep you motivated by having these specific goals and our coaches work with every single one of our clients to, to review these goals regularly so they're going okay where are we at in comparison to that goal and if it's not working they also help to tweak it so it's really really important to have these goals to strive towards, not only in your career, but also on your fitness journey. Definitely. And once you've kind of got those goals, once you start walk, working towards them, the other thing that really helps people both in fitness and in career is just seeing success. So people tend to gravitate towards job roles and gravitate towards careers, which they are good at and which they can do well at. So I think humans were all kind of motivated by success when we feel that we're doing well, when we feel that we're performing well, you know, you're getting promoted at work. People are giving you praise. People are sort of commending you on, on your, the work that you've created, the projects that you completed, how you've managed to do stuff. When you feel that you're doing a really good job, it's really easy to stay consistent and stay motivated. And I think that's one of the reasons that a lot of the women that we work with they put a lot of energy into certain aspects of their life. So they put a lot of energy into, for example, their career because they feel that they can succeed there, that they do very well there. They put a lot of um, energy and time into their family life because they feel that they're succeeding there. They're doing very well in those areas, but they don't necessarily want to put that much area, that much um, time and effort into their fitness because you know, they've tried different things in the past. They've tried programs and diets in the past and they found that they failed to see results. They either saw results and then they, they undo the, undid their progress because maybe the, the approach didn't allow for, didn't sort of put them in a position where they could maintain or they've tried approaches where they've put the effort in and they just haven't seen the results in the mirror. And therefore they felt like a bit of failure as a result. And when you do something and you don't feel particularly good at it, you don't really like doing it. So me, for example, um, I wouldn't say I'm an excellent dancer. <laughs> it's, not, it's not one of my talents. So therefore, I don't really enjoy it because I don't feel like I'm very good at it. And there's lots of other things in life where I also don't, I just don't, I just avoid doing them. I don't go out of my way to try and do those things because I'm not very good at them. However, um, what I'm really into, one of the things I'm really into is rock climbing. And I do that all the time because I go and do it and I, I succeed at it and I'm quite good at it because I've practiced it. So I feel that when I go, I feel like I'm succeeding it gives me sort of a good sense of sort of self-worth and therefore it kind of reinforces and makes me want to go and do it more. So you can basically, you can create that for yourself with exercise as well. So the key thing with fitness and what we think is really important for our clients in Fit Over 40 is to start delivering results right from the very start. 
So we use something called the diet makeover. We get our clients doing some simple workouts from day one and we help them to start seeing movement in the on the scales. We start them to help them see their inch measurements coming down. We help them to start feeling thinner, feeling less bloated, having more energy. We get these quick results at the start, which means then they're, they're being rewarded for their hard work. So from day one, they're feeling, wow, you know, I'm putting the effort in. I'm doing really well. Obviously, you know, as coaches, we're saying, you know, great work. You've done really well. Well done for putting the effort in. Your results have been brilliant. And that kind of praise and that kind of success that they're getting means that they start having a positive association towards the whole process of losing weight, the process of doing workouts and tracking their nutrition and all of these things that, that are involved. And then because they're, they've got that positive association with it, they put more time and energy into it, which means they see more success, which means that then they feel more positively towards it, which means they put more time in. And it's like a cycle, a positive cycle, where the more results people see and the more success they have, the more effort they put in, which means they then see more success. So it's really important to see quick wins and see consistent results in the in the mirror every single week. And then that really helps stay motivated long term. And then the last thing that we'd recommend, again, that you take from what's worked for your career and apply it to fitness is actually make sure you've got something to lose, potentially something to gain. It's a bit confusing, this one, because it's actually backwards because we want to lose weight, uh, not gain weight. But when we're talking about something to lose other than weight is what I'm talking about here. So, for example, at work, you potentially have your job to lose if you're not showing up on time, if you're not being consistent, if you're not doing a good job. Whereas a lot of the time, people, if they go, oh, I'm going to order a takeaway tonight and then drink that glass of wine on the sofa and maybe open that bag of crisps. There's no consequences to doing that other than letting themselves down and, you know, not feeling so great, but we're not very good with those kind of longer term things. So often we need to kind of almost push ourselves into doing the things we know we need to do, but we wouldn't necessarily do. Like I'm sure there's aspects to, if you're listening to this, your job that you would not do if there wasn't something to lose. So if, if there wasn't the consequences of either getting fired or at least getting um, a performance review, which could be an embarrassing one, or maybe even, you know, losing that income, getting fired or made redundant because you're not an integral member of the team or for whatever reason that happens. And if you get fired, your family suffers, you suffer, you know, it, it's a really unpleasant thing. So there's that thing you want to avoid. Whereas a lot of the time, there's nothing really like that for people who want to lose weight that we work with. Um, well, they do have it when they work with us, but when they're trying to do it on their own, if they don't do it, the only consequence is they have to do it again later and their clothes still don't fit. You know, they don't feel confident. There's all these things that they've been living with anyway, but there's not an additional thing that they lose. There's no sort of additional pain beyond the kind of pain they've got used to of, you know, not feeling that confident energy levels being low and all of that stuff, which a lot of the time, once we get used to it, we don't really realize how awful it was until we come out the other side, which is what a lot of our clients say and realize what they were tolerating. So what you need to do is to have some other way of having sort of skin in the game, have something to lose. And the best way to do this, honestly, is to invest in some sort of program that basically you have to stick to it or it feels like a waste. And what we do is expensive because we get such good results with our clients so consistently. And what we do is so unique. And it's one of the reasons like clients do sometimes say, look, I stuck to this and I got this, such great results. And one of the reasons I did it is because I actually spent that money and I didn't want to waste that money. And I was trying to do it on my own, but you know, there was just no real incentive to stick to it because no one was keeping me accountable i didn't have any of that other stuff we talked about and there was no money involved and we are all motivated by money whether we like to say we are or not because otherwise we wouldn't show up to work like we've got bills to pay the mortgage to pay you know a certain lifestyle we would like to have and 
having that on the line often makes a big difference. And Ben and I practice what we preach. We invest a lot in our own, not just fitness, in our own personal development. And every time we've done that, we invest in mentors as well. It's been a really painful decision. But as soon as you do it, it's literally like an instantaneous thing. You go, right, that's now, I've put that into that. And now suddenly I'm really, really motivated to make this thing work. Whereas before I was kind of like, mm, I quite like to do that. So it makes an instantaneous decision and it kind of shifts your identity instantaneously to like, I'm going to be doing this thing now rather than sitting on the fence and wasting another six months thinking maybe I'd like to lose some weight. And before you know, it's already summer and it's too late. So if you put all this stuff into action, we've got tons and tons of examples of clients who have done this, um, taking that mindset and this approach they put into their career, into their fitness. But we've got one really good example that um, I know Ben wants to share of someone who's done this. And interestingly, they've taken that approach that they had in their business, applied it to their fitness, and then it's looped back round again and then made their their, their um, career even more successful. So one of our clients, uh, Patricia Fox, who was age 57 uh, and a business owner, mum of two and a wife, she had a really tough time and hit rock bottom after her mother passed away. She slipped into this downward spiral with food and alcohol and weight gain. And at that point, she came to Trinity to take control of her health and fitness, but that also then had a massively positive effect on her career as well. So what she told us was, she said, I started at a size 14. I'm now a size eight, which is beyond what I wanted to achieve. My marriage is a lot better. I'm much happier with that side of things. Work-wise, we've had the best year profit-wise that we've ever had. And I don't think that can be just a coincidence. The thing that's changed is me. So we basically helped Patricia apply all of this, everything that was making her so successful in her career already into her fitness and she was able to see the same kind of success that she's seen in her career in her fitness and I guarantee like if you're in this position as well where you've done very well career-wise but you just don't seem to kind of translate that over to the fitness side of things it can be done um and we can definitely help you put that into action if you want to find out more about kind of the approach we follow the results we've got for other women in a similar position to you if you just head over to www fit40info.com you can find all of the details and all the information you need on that page and you will also find the full length interview with patricia where that quotes from uh, on that page as well along with a lot of other interviews with other uh, amazing client success stories so if you do want to hear that um, you can hear it from patricia herself there so that just about wraps it up for today's podcast thank you so much for joining us and we will catch you next week for another episode see you then so thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity podcast.